your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, to chat about Christmas, uh, we have three friends of the show with us. Anne Maher from the Urban Co-op and Anna Powell is with us as well. She's a student at UL, but indeed she's been helping us out here on Live 95 too over uh, the last few months. Uh, And then our good friend Crossy is on the line from our sister station in Dublin, FM 104. Friend to the stars, Crossy is. And we've been using loads of Crossy's chats with the stars and you've seen them uh, on our Live 95 socials as well and we'll get to that in a couple of minutes time but first of all Anne Maher what are you planning to do for Christmas? Good morning, Good morning. Joe how are you? Good. Um, well my plan I will be going to my sister's house this is something I've been doing for the last few years because it's been so busy at the Urban Co-op up to the last minute and um, usually when I walk in the door there's a glass of wine handed to me Nice. And I'm told to sit down and relax. Uh, and relax. So um, I'm bringing the turkey this year and uh, I might do, I'm going up Christmas Eve, so I think I will do a little bit more work. But like before this, I would have arrived up on Christmas Day uh, with the family. And um, yeah, so it is generally a relaxing time. And, yeah. um, you know, then we're back open then on the day after Stephen's Day. So it's back into it. Right. But um is there a family walk in that tradition somewhere? There is a family walk. That's if we can haul ourselves off the couches after the dinner because um in a way, you know, the guilt hits you and you go actually depending on the weather, you know, if the weather isn't favorable, you know, we're very easily convinced to stay in and play trivial mm. pursuit, but otherwise if the day is bright, we'll try and force ourselves out for that after dinner walk. And does a Christmas movie feature perhaps? <laughs> Well, the Christmas movie has been played uh, night, noon and morning in our house uh, any chance it can get and that's the Home Alone movie. My son adores this movie. So um, it plays often in the background and we see all the shenanigans going on with um, child abuse and whatever. Um, but uh, it's one <laughs> right. of those classics, you know. So. Yeah, yes, we don't mean real child abuse. <laughs> no, we don't. Um, okay, let's hear a clip. Scream. Can we ever forget it? There you go. Good old Kevin. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Crossy is also uh, with us. Uh, hi, Crossy. Happy Christmas to you. Hi, how are you? Happy I'm Christmas good. to you too. Are you, are you off for Christmas this year? 
Yeah, this is the, my first time in my entire life that I'm actually off this Christmas. So it's really nice just to kind of sit back and take it all in. Usually I'm clubbing or doing gigs or working overtime. And for some reason this year, that's not happening. So I'm just sitting down going, oh, this is lovely. Yeah, and I have to say, I mean, having seen you around the Dublin office, you don't strike me as a guy who sits down very much. No, and you know what? I, I this year has been really hectic, and it's been really busy. And I just said to myself, I don't. I, I definitely know I've done a few gigs in Limerick before. I do a thing called Bingo Loco, yes, which is a bit wild every once in a while. But I had to give it up a couple of months ago just because. I was working loads and I was over and back to London doing stuff and then having to do gigs on just say a Friday or Saturday night and drive around the country. I just something had to give and I could feel my body going, we're going to make the decision for you if you don't make the decision yourself. So um, that's why, like I've no gigs this year. I'm just, yeah, enjoying the festive season, going out for a couple of pints, meeting friends and sitting at home watching TV. Brilliant, <laughs> brilliant. I, I, I could definitely recommend it if you're able to do it. Well, you've it's been great. on our show interviewing some fabulous celebs over 2023 and the videos have been on Live 95 socials as well. Who was your favourite I think, you know what, um, the one of the biggest movies this year, whether people liked it or not, I think it's number one in the box office, is Barbie. And Margot Robbie, now she's been behind this movie. She's directed it, you know, she's she was been one going around asking for money to get this movie on the road. And, you know, she was very passionate. So uh, just to let you know what it's like when you're in London doing these interviews, they're all in hotel rooms, but they take out the beds and they put in cameras and couches. And you're basically, it's like sitting outside a classroom. You're just waiting to be called in. You've got five minutes. You can't take a photograph. You can't touch them. And sometimes you get to see what celebrities are like because you see them on Graham Norton or the Late Late Show and they're razzle and dazzle. But you get to see before that. And sometimes they don't look at you. Sometimes they don't even acknowledge you're there until the camera turns on and it's ding, hello, nice to meet you. And that's just the way it is. So I was sitting I was sitting out of the the hotel room waiting to go in to talk to Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. And I was like, this movie's one of the biggest of the year. I need to make sure I get what I need to get for, for us. And this guy walks out, he works for the BBC, walks out before I go in and he goes, best of luck with that. They are awful. And I was like, I cannot believe he has just said that to me as just before I'm about to walk in. So I walk in expecting the worst and then they hear my Dublin accent. Uh, well, my Irish accent, I should say, from Navin. And everything changes. Margot Robbie starts talking about going for a lock-in in Temple Bar. Ryan Gosling asks what's that lock-in in. And then all of a sudden he's very interested in coming to Dublin to go on a lock-in with the guards. And the interview just takes a complete turn. And for me, that was the interview of the year. Just because I think I was going, I'm going to get killed if I come home now with not one bit of audio yeah. because they're really shy or tired or uh, and, everything indeed, else. And we've seen the video of that too. But let's just hear a clip now. But I'm just so I'm so excited that we're finally showing everyone because I do feel like there's been so much anticipation. But it's just also, I feel like we're like giving this... It's kind of like gift of like, go watch this, be happy. You, you're going to be so happy when you watch this movie. It's nice to know that. Margot gave me a gift every day on set. Uh, it was a long shoot. It was a lot of gifts. But every day there was a <laughs> gift from Barbie to Ken wrapped in pink paper with a pink bow. And uh, she's just been this, and this film is now. She continues to give to give gifts now to everyone. This film is, Ryan is also, the ultimate gift. Ryan also gave More me gifts. a gift. He gave me a shirt with a horse on it that said, "Roll like." 
thunder when, crash. You, when you can like lightning, can, you can crash like, like thunder. Yep, and a pair of pink nunchucks and um, a six-pack of those beers that brisky I've beers. had. Yeah, brisky yeah. beers. This is Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling there. Um, and tell us, Crossy, how many views your video has now? Oh, God, it's, I'd say, 50 million, if not 50 even probably more. Million than 50 views. million views. Isn't that it's wild. It, sometimes, sometimes you hit on a nerve with people. Um, I did one last year with uh, Pierce Brosnan. I sat down to talk with him. And so Warner in Dublin, they uh, try to check because, you know, people take the video and they put it up as their own. And they think it's now at a half a billion of the Pierce Brosnan interview when you add up everybody who has taken it and put it on their own channels, which is wild to think. Um, like I have a friend who lives in who lives in America and he was shown it last year. Don't you see this guy in Ireland made Pierce Brosnan cry? And my friend's like, that's my best friend. Well, how do you know about this? So that that some videos you strike gold and it just depends on the actor, you know, if they're forgiving. And Pierce Brosnan at that time last year was properly emotional. The fact that I brought up that he was from Navin and that I was from Navin, it was like, how did the two of us get here? Yeah. <laughs> how are we in a hotel room in London? And, and because that's really what you're always looking for, isn't it? Some connection that makes uh, somebody like that who has to do so many of these interviews because they're contracted uh, to do them to promote the film or whatever, that takes it out of the ordinary. Yeah, a, a friend of mine um, who used to work in RTE, he used to do them all the time. And I, I lived with him for a while and he says to me, the best thing you can ever do is, it's say you're Irish. He says, I don't, he says, don't worry how you shoehorn it in, whether it's before the camera start rolling or during it, even just saying, oh, I'm just over from a flight from Dublin. He says, for some reason, every actor across the world puts their guard down and they go, okay, they're Irish, they're fine. And it's something I live by. And I, I, I don't bring in notes. I like to... I like to, I don't mean freewheel it, but I like to just have a conversation where, you know, if you're listening at home now, you want to know if they're having cornflakes or frosties for breakfast. <laughs> and that's what I want. You know what I mean? Like, you don't ask all these big budget, all these questions because that's not relatable. It's how do you make someone like Margot Rob Robbie relatable to you? And that's about, you know, being up to Divilment and Temple Bar if you go up to Dublin. So it's stuff, you know, stuff like that you try and think outside the box. It doesn't always work, but when it does work, it's really good. All right. Stay with us, Crossy. Uh and uh, we've been chatting with Anne Maher. We're going to chat to Anna Powell as well um, uh, a little bit. After a very short break on our final show on Limerick Today of 2023. We're chatting uh, with our guests about Christmas. And uh, Anne Maher's here from the Urban Co-op. We're chatting to Crossy and Anna Powell, who's a journalism student at the University of Limerick, is uh, with us too. So do you have Christmas traditions, Anna? We do. So growing up, my mum would always give us a Christmas Eve box on Christmas Eve. And it was lovely. It was all Christmas pyjamas and chocolates. And it was a great way to kick off the weekend. This year, now that I'm a little bit older, I've tried to start the new tradition of helping out locally. Even though Christmas can be such a wonderful time of year for people, it can also be the hardest time of year for others. And I think it's no harm to give a bit of a handout if you can. So this year in Nina, we are doing Christmas Tractors Nina. So that's all kicking, up, kicking off tomorrow at 12pm. And there's a Christmas Tractors Parade then at 6pm. And it's a brilliant cause. Um, it's in support of the A-Team Autism Youth Club and Bilda Gilding's Recovery. I love Christmas Tractors. All the different ones that you can see. They're so impressive. 
they're so, so impressive. Uh, this year, there's over 30 tractors going to be uh, lining the streets of Nina and it promised to be the biggest, brightest and snowiest parade as, as, as so far. Right. Have you driven a tractor? I haven't. I think I'd be in trouble if I tried to drive one. Have you ever been on a tractor? I haven't, but I hope to be this evening as we go and visit the hospitals around Nina and the nursing homes. Right. When I was a kid, I got to be in a tractor quite a bit. Very exciting. You bounce around a lot, but it's, it's great fun. They're so, so cool. And the lights on them are just so, so amazing. There's so much work going into the organisation of the parade um, and we hope to bring some joy to, to Nina this year. So if anyone's in Limerick and wants to go out to the parade and get some Christmas cheer, you're more than welcome. Never been on a tractor, Anne? I grew up on a farm, Joe. I have not only been on a tractor, I have driven one. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Now, mind you, the big fancy ones nowadays, now I'd say, would intimidate me, though. They're 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 enormous. They have got bigger, haven't They've they? Got, yeah, they're, they're quite scary, actually. Cause especially when a 15 or 16-year-old is driving one, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But um, yes, I, I I have been known. Uh, Crossy, have you ever been in a tractor? I have actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to drive one. I, I I always find that um, you know, the way kids have the fun centres with all the balls and the bouncy castles and all that. Imagine there was an adult one with tractors and lorries and all that that you can just go in and oh, dig up brilliant. and it would just be a big kid. I'd love if that would even existed for us. And can you imagine? And you know, these days, um, playgrounds. I mean, they're so brilliant. So many of them, and you have that yeah. digger thing in the sand pits that you can sit on and you can manipulate and you, you take the sand and you put it somewhere else and whatever. Now, there is a slightly difficult scenario where kids are trying to get on it as well, but they just have to wait yeah. until I'm finished. That's my view. <laughs> it's <laughs> I, uh, such a, my, my granny's from the country and she always say, oh, the townies, you don't know anything. And I feel like this is her in my ear going, you don't know anything when I say I want to drive a tractor. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, and, and Anne, I mean, from the Urban Co-op's point of view, unfortunately, with all the pressure that are there probably more needed than ever in Limerick. What tractor? No, the urban co-op runs. <laughs> the urban co-op. Well, the the urban co-op is, um, you know, it's growing. It's ten years going now. So, um, and there's more and more interest in it um, as a community grocery. The idea that you know, you're it's more direct with the between the supplier and the consumer, and people consciously purchasing um, and supporting a local supplier that is paid a decent amount for their produce. Um, so we've seen a big jump this year, definitely, um, and a lot of interest. But then we're planning to move forward now towards it being the full cooperative that it was originally uh, envisioned to be. It was that it was going to be community owned. So we're working towards that now. That'll be our aim for 2024, please God. Right. And just remind listeners where you're based. We're based in Eastway Business Park in on off the Bally Simon Road there. So, um, yeah, no, it's open seven days. It's like no excuse, really. <laughs> and apart from Christmas Day and Stephen's Day and New Year's Day, every other day will be open. Right. Fantastic. Um, one of the songs that you've chosen, Anna, I'm a bit surprised by because uh, you're, you're a young person. But it's an oldie it, but a goodie. Right, and, and it is? The song? So uh, it's uh, All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. So I understand this is probably well uh, past my generation, but it's one that my aunt would have always uh, sung for us growing up and played for us. And we always just found it 
absolutely hilarious. So when I was asked for my favourite song, that one just popped into my head. Um, and it just reminds me of all the happy times growing up at Christmas. Well, we have a fellow in our house um, waiting for Santa who this year is missing his two front teeth. So this You have is, to play it, Joe. <laughs> I play some of it. <laughs> Christmas, my two front teeth. What's this about you getting up at 4 a.m.? You don't still do that, do you? Every Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. So, growing up, we'd always get up as early as mum and dad would let us. So, it could be 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning. And we had the best what? fun. We had the best fun at Christmas yeah. mornings. We'd, I, we'd wake up so early. We would go downstairs and look out the windows and see which neighbours are awake. We'd unwrap all our Santa presents. And then we'd ring all of our aunts and uncles. And at the time, they wouldn't have, like, young kids. So we'd be waking them up and we'd be saying, Santa's come, here's what we've got. <laughs> and it's turned into such an amazing tradition because now our younger cousins ring us um, now that Santa no longer visits us. Right. Lovely. <laughs> I'd say Crossy was an early riser on Christmas Day as well. Were you Crossy? Absolutely. And I still am. I still run down those stairs at about 5, 6 a.m. every Christmas. It's uh, magical. But this time Santa comes to our little doggy uh, now, Arlo, which is mad to think that. But my um, we still have that spirit. Like it's it's just amazing in the house. It, it's so great to see. I have little cousins that ring us now. So whereas we used to ring my aunt when we were young, now my aunt's children ring us. So it, it it it's lovely. It's lovely. Santa's a busy man uh, around this time of year. Yeah. So it's always lovely to still see people out, in the, out at 5am around the green on their bike, um, isn't it? It's I, like the bikes are back. And is there a Christmas gift that you remember as a child? Oh, yes. I got Mr. Frosty one year. I wanted it and wanted it and wanted it and... The day it happened, I was making everyone, I don't know if anyone remembers, it was the 90s toy, I think, of, of, it was the toy of the 90s. It was a a snowman that made ice cream or slush puppies and all that. And uh, Santa gave it to me. And I think my mom and dad cursed Santa for the rest of the year because (laughs) I was like, who wants a slush puppy? Who wants an ice pop? Can we turn that into an ice pop? Can we make the dinner into a slushy? So... uh, (laughs) I don't, I don't think Santa was, uh, I don't think he was, uh, my mum and dad liked him maybe in January, February, March when it was freezing cold and they were eating ice pops when I was a kid. Mm. But it was such a great toy. Um, Anna, do you get a good break then over Christmas from UL? We do. So I think all of the exams are finished today and then we'll be back at the end of January. 
The end of January. The end of January. Oh, that's brilliant. God, there's me going on the 2nd of January. I thought it was, it was a great break. And poor Anne is going to be back well, uh, only two I've days. I've forgotten what that's like. You know, <laughs> oh, I isn't used, that brilliant? I used to be a teacher, a secondary school teacher, once upon a time. And like, you know, the holidays are notorious, but it's it's just such a memory now. You know, when you're in working in the retail and, and hats off to all retail workers at the moment. They work incredibly hard and long hours and short holidays. Right, absolutely. When everyone else is off. Well, we should say that those retail workers that you mentioned, hotel workers, absolutely. our emergency mm. services, uh, we think of uh, the uh, defence forces who, many of them from Limerick, are serving abroad and will be working Christmas Day. And indeed, there are people at Live 95 and other radio stations and TV stations and lots of other organisations who work right through the Christmas. So we thank them very much for their dedication and we hope somewhere along the way they get a bit of a break. Uh, thank you very much to Crossy for everything you've done for us uh, across Live 95 socials and on this show and we look forward to seeing which celebs you will interview for us in 2024 and we hope you do enjoy that Christmas break and thank you to Anna Powell who's a journalism student at the University of Limerick and uh, enjoy your Christmas and likewise, well, your truncated Christmas I should say, Anne Maher from the Urban Co-op and check out the Urban Co-op uh, at the Eastway um, Retail Park Please, happy Christmas to all happy of you. Christmas. And thank Merry you for Christmas. coming in and giving us some of your time during the festive season. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe